This is the Let's Unpack That Podcast. I'm your host, Lyle Behrens. Thank you very much for tuning in. Today, we're going to unpack stuff that sounds better than what it is. Because with millennials, millennial dating, there's a lot of stuff where we get into these sort of like hashtags and these memes of like, if you can't handle me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best. It's like, why should I fucking have to handle you when you're at your worst? I don't think that that's something you should be asking like, oh, but it gets better. Like, it's like, that sounds good. And that's like, we're not gonna, we're not tackling, you know, basic internet memes. It's like, it's, you know, I, I, I think we're better than that. But the point being, that's what we're going to get into this episode. Hope you guys enjoy the show and have a good week. All right. So I want to have the fight up front. As we always do in this pod, we're going to get into some stories and some fun anecdotes. But here's one thing for the overall scope before we get to everything. This this isn't even a chapter. This is just the foreword. Shit that sounds good, but it isn't, is claiming your identity on things. I'm an alpha. I'm a feminist, okay? Sounds good, but no, that is not an excuse for you to be a fucking pain in the ass. Because... Look, all this, and look, alpha stuff, and like, men claim to be alphas more than women, but there are women that are like, like, well, you know, I'm an alpha female, I'm an alpha, and if you just can't handle it, because I tell women that, like, I've been on dates, and women have just been like, bitches, and throwing shots, and I've just been like, yo, you're gonna be a bitch right now, my nigga, and they just like, well, you can't, like, women will either go, I'm an alpha, they'll be like, I just tell it like it is, it's like, no, you're not, and this is the, you can be an alpha, but look, flex and finesse are still a thing. And people that identify with self-proclaimed alpha identity, because it sounds good, and it sounds good because then anything you say and somebody doesn't like the way it sounds coming out your mouth, they don't like the way it. they have a problem with uh, receiving what which, which you're giving out, you can just be like, oh, well, that's because you are inherently weaker than me, right? What happened to finesse? What happened to some flex? Because to me, the real alpha shit is when you can still have have your presence and still be commanding and still flip that other switch or whenever you need to. You can switch gears whenever you need to. But it's like, no, I can still get my point across without, I don't want to say without ruffling feathers per se, but without, you know, without just having people feeling like, fucking bitch, this fucking ass, this guy's an asshole. What an asshole. Like, when you can do that, that's when you really have it. And it, it, it's these labels that sound good. Like, oh, I'm a, you know, I'm a feminist. You're not a feminist. Like, you're just, you're just a man-hating bitch, okay? We need to st- start calling things what they are. I'm sorry. We just got to start calling things what they are. Like, it's a bunch of men out here that ain't alphas. They just niggas that don't know how to talk to women and got anger issues. It's a bunch of women out here that ain't feminists. They just hate men. And it's like, you motherfuckers are lying about what you are. And you know what? Even if you are an alpha, because some, some of these niggas, I will give it. You an alpha. Some of these bitches, I'll give it. You an alpha. Some of these bit, You know what? You ain't really a fucking feminist. You just want men to not exist. And you want men to apologize for every fucking thing. And it's all rooted in white feminism. And I don't fuck, fuck with that shit. Because look, man. Y'all picked a convenient time to really fucking switch gears, my nigga. Okay? Like, y'all picked it. It was plenty of years y'all could have fucking had y'all little revolution. 
You know, and it's like, and look, this ain't about this ain't about no no Roe versus Wade, nigga. Okay, this ain't about that. This is about this is not about that because obviously we know Lyle Barron's is pro choice. Well, if anything, I'm kind of anti life, but that's another story. But look, <laughs> it's it, it's all based in shit that sounds good, but it's rooted in I want to do what the fuck I want, and I don't want to do any self improvement, and I don't want to change my delivery. That's what it's rooted in, okay? Because look, and because your delivery sounds awful, but it sounds good to say I'm an alpha. I'm a feminist. I'm a, I don't know, whatever the fuck else people, but it's, it sounds good to have these labels where people are, um, somehow meek or people are somehow, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to think of a $12 word, but people are somehow like, uh, can I get a library word to make this sound a little extra nice? No, but, but the people are, 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 are somehow, uh, but it's easy to do that, and it's easy to kind of give yourself an almost godlike complex in this way where it's like, oh, I have these values, or I have this natural state of being that is just so above the fray. It's just so above that. And if you can't even meet me, then I can't even acknowledge you as a human being. And look, I agree. I think some people's feelings, I agree. Fuck a bitch feelings. Let some people like, yeah, fuck that, nigga. Fuck that. We right. Look, fuck how this white man feel. Fuck how that bitch feel, nigga. It is what it is. Like, I agree with that sometimes, but not all the time. There's sometimes I will be like, you know what? This white man has a point. I maybe didn't need to go that hard. You know what? This bitch has a point. Maybe I didn't need to say all that. I'm not. I have flex. I have, and again, I'm not saying Lyle Barrett is better because of that, but I'm just saying I call this shit identity theft. Because even if you are an alpha, even if you are a feminist, you're saying shit that sounds good for the sake of doing what the fuck you want. And you're using an identity, even if it is your identity. And it's not for me to say if it is or it is not. But you're using this thing to not really make self-improvement or improve your world. You're doing it just to be a pain in the ass. And do and get what you want. Or do what you want. Sounds good but no cigar. Now let's begin. I'm looking for something serious, okay? I want a relationship. I don't just want to have sex, okay? I've had sex. I've had plenty of sex, okay? I want something serious. I want more than sex. I want a relationship. I want to, I want to build something, okay? I want something real, okay? <laughs> Women that act like they want relationships and present themselves as being into more than just sex. I mean, they present themselves as being damn near into everything but sex. <laughs> That's what they sound like to me. And the ones <clears throat> the ones that hold like a hard relationship or bust line, like relationship or bust, the ones that hold that line, they never show anything worthy of being considered for a relationship. Because, you know, for like... All this talk I hear from women about boyfriend material, I never hear those same women use the words girlfriend material. I never hear them use that term. I've heard looking for boyfriend material, looking looking for relationships. I never hear, I've never heard a bitch describe herself as girlfriend material. I've never heard them brag or show me that they are girlfriend material. 
And all the ones that do say, like, I'm just all the relationship or bust girls, let me tell you some, something about them. They bad with texting. They flake. They take forever to come out the draws. And it's, it's like showing up to an interview to be a company CFO in a sweatsuit. Bitch, dress for the job you want. There's so many women out here that are like, oh, I want something serious. I just don't want to have sex. But they don't present themselves as somebody that should be taken serious within that capacity. So what else can I really do with you other than fuck you and grab drinks? Because every woman that became my girlfriend was unplanned. They wasn't hoeing. They wasn't lonely. They was just living. And then they came into my life and they made my life better for a time, as did I for them. But it wasn't like they was like, you know, I just like <clears throat> I just need something more like they might come to the conclusion that they want something more with me. Otherwise, what we're doing is pointless because it's like, well, I have these feelings. You have these feelings. And I don't like the idea of you fucking other people. And, you know, so what's up? Like, it, it's been like that. Like, I've been presented some ultimatums. But we was we was living before we got to that point, you know? <clears throat> and I think about this because I recently had two women in my life make it very clear they're looking for a relationship. It was this one girl. And we was dating like on and off. Uh she's like in Oakland and I had to come up to so it's like it was it was like really, really on and off, but I had to come up to Oakland because my mama had surgery and some medical stuff. She's good. She's good. She's good. She's good. Things are looking good. So thank everybody that knew about that. Thank you for all your well wishes. She appreciates it. I appreciate it. But so I had to come up, right? And you know, we was like kind of on and off and she's doing the whole, but you're in LA, but you're in LA. And I'm like, well, when I'm here, like you, you fucking difficult to get a hold of and all this other stuff, right? So she's telling me like, she really wants something serious. And this girl, right, I was in the Bahamas, and then, I like, we were talking, she was like, yeah, like, when you drunk texted me, and you texted me all that stuff, at first I was like, he's drunk. I'm like, no, he wasn't drunk. He really means it. That was so sweet, the stuff you texted me. And I was thinking, like, bitch, I was shit-faced when I texted you that. I was out of my fucking mind. I was, like, drunk every night after the shows in the Bahamas, and I'd, I'd sleep in until, like, one, hit the pool, Swim out to the buoy, you know, run on the treadmill, sober up. Like, I just fucking sweat out the alcohol, then go do it again. Nigga, are you kidding me? But, oh, oh, and if you're like, well, what'd you text her, Lyle? You know, like, when you when you really just kind of want to want to uh, keep a chick in the pocket, you know, you'll... I have, you know, kind of like how Batman has his utility belt? That's what I have. It's like, I, I might need my gr grapple gun. I might need a boomerang. I might need some smoke screen, but I have uh, I have certain packages like 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 a ball player with moves that I can pull out if I feel um you know if if, if I'm uh, playing offense and I, I realize I, I need some points you know so that's what I did. <clears throat> Anyways, with that said, so we're out and every time like it, it, like we've winded nine each other like I've drop like serious money on dinner and wine for her she's done it for me like so it's not so it's not like this whole like oh i spent all this money on you bitch like so like we're we're not even in that territory by the way so for men when you deal with women deal with women that has some money because me like i have no problem dropping like you know 120 dollars going out with a chick especially because i like to do that shit 
you know, like, let me make that clear before y'all think it's some tricking. And I need women where it's like, they like doing that shit. You into nice wine and good dinners, like, and nice ambiance. Like, it's got to be like a mutual thing. That's why you got to fuck with girls. That's why you just got to fuck with people This of like, you know, equal footing. Otherwise, like, you get better. It's like, because like the homie Zinc would hit me up and he's like, he's like, do you do that for them? Or do you do, you do that for you when you take them to these nice places? Because I feel like you do it for you. I'm like, nigga, I do it for me. Like, it's shit I want to try on the menu. And like, you go there as a single guy. Like, you, not that I go there as a single guy, but like, you may want to try, well, you may want to try a few extra things. Like, and you fucking, you know, like, I'll go to these places as a single guy, but I'll go like before, like all the couples show up. I'll just be like on some, you know, chill grown nigga and, and some joggers. But I can't, I'm not going like at like relationship hour. Like then the couple's waiting for uh, the couple's waiting for a table. Just start giving you a, the stink eye as you fucking twirl your pasta and fucking <laughs> dig into some black cod <laughs> with a nice soft block. Anyway, so this girl though, I, I'm getting too much into wine and dining stuff. Anyways, this girl though. At one point, I, I like I was like, and I didn't end up fucking her. So like, like that's, but she made it clear like she's like looking for a relationship. She's like, I mean, I'd want like a scenario in which like I go down like to L.A. And, and like move in like with your apartment, and then maybe we find a place of more space or something. And me, y'all know what I just got through, so I was just kind of like, uh, don't think we're going that route. But I've reached a point in my life where when I think a woman doesn't know what she wants. It's not that I'm comfortable lying to her, but I'm kind of like, yeah, let me call your bluff. So then we can see what you really want. Because anytime a woman is like, just so like, I want a relationship, she often doesn't want a fucking relationship, especially if y'all haven't had no motherfucking sex yet. And y'all haven't really been in each other's lives. It's like, you really, you barely know me. And like, this is what you're negotiating for. Like, you haven't even, <laughs> you haven't even worked here yet. Like, you've just, you just toured the facility and you already want a you want a, a a a pension job at the company? Like I don't fucking believe you. So I used to I used to be like, yeah, I'm not into that, and then just be super real, go our separate ways. But now for me, like the kind of fun thing is calling the bluffs because it's like you can call the bluffs, and not that I did that with her, but I'm just kind of like I'd be open to that, even though I wasn't open to it. But I'm like, all right, let's see where this goes now. <clears throat> so fast forward, I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm out here. Um. Mom's healing from the surgery. You're going to be out here a few weeks. So she hits me up. So I'm worried. No, I, I'm like, we're like texting, whatever. And I'm, she's like, yeah, I got a friend who's in town from Brooklyn. Woo -woo. Um, uh, shit, I'll be down like take him to your show. Right. And I'm like, and by the way, this is the thing. When you're talking to a girl and she's like, yeah, I'm hanging out with, with my friend. And he's, you know, there's something like, I feel like it's always kind of like a, a little test flex. Like, yeah, so I'm hanging out with this my friend of the opposite sex. We're drinking together. And I feel I always feel like that's a power trip. Not that like that ever bothers me, because it's like, all right, like I got girls I get drunk with and I have no intention of doing anything with, nor will I, you know? Like it's fine. But it's a certain way that you can phrase it where it's like it does kind of you know, it, it uh definitely feels like a test. I'll I'll put it like that. As somebody that knows like mind fuckery and tricks and knows how to read a room, I'm saying it's it's a it's a flex test. Cause me, I just say me and the homie might pull up. Cause the homie is the homie's gender neutral, you know. Nigga's been advanced. Anyways, so so anyways, like she's like, oh yeah, um, 
like she didn't hit me back and then she's like yeah i got real drunk and then basically a lot of her shit will wind up with like oh yeah i got super drunk i got super drunk and i'm like and i texted her i'm like you want me to consider you for a relationship and like you can't even like it's like you're difficult about linking up and then every time we do hang out like at some point like i have a great time with you but it's got to get like overly deep like, well, I'm looking for this. I'm just, and it's like, we can't just fucking link up and hang out and have a good time. And like, you're weird about sex. You're weird about like, like, you're weird about all this other shit. And I'm like, none of this sounds like you want a relationship. Like, like, what the fuck is this? She's like, you're right. I don't know what I got. My life's like shit storm and I don't want to hurt you or bring you down. So da, 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 goodbye. And I'm like, <laughs> and I told her, and I told her like, you have the emotional capacity of an 11 year old because you know, I, I didn't say that exactly, but I said it in a more, um, I said it more gentlemanly. I said it in a way where, like, if somebody read that text out loud, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, there's nothing wrong with what I said, but I still made my point clear. But the point is, I'm supposed to look at you as a potential mate, and you can't communicate, link, or fuck. This is going to be horrible if, like, we do, like, once, like, we do get involved physically and, and uh, on a more steady level. This is going to be trash because it's like if that level's bad, oh my god, I can only imagine what the other stuff is. <coughs> and I honestly think that girls do shit like that, whether it's dates or just texting you. I think they say they want something serious because I feel like they like dangling the pussy in front of you. That's what I believe. And they're like, how long? Because is is the truth. Here's the truth. If these types of girls just said what it was, either I'd walk away sooner or they would walk away. If they just said to themselves what it is. If they said like, hey, I'm bored. I don't want to fuck you, but you seem like a good way to pass the time. Hey, honestly, I'm kind of weird about sex right now, but I do want attention and some sort of connection, but I don't want sex. Hey, I like where I'm at with this other guy, but I want to keep you on the back burner. But women don't do that. They use the pretense of a because, like, saying, "Oh, I want something serious." It sounds good, and it kind of puts um, it gives you a sort of a perceived moral soapbox. Oh, well, I am. I am of more value because I am presenting myself as looking for something consistent, building a family, because those are the things that we honestly value in society as women that want to build something and build a home and have a family and not be for the streets and all these other things. So we look at them like that. And then and then so then after that, anything they do after that is righteous because they're looking for something more and they're looking to build more. And we just want to fuck and we're we're basic. We're fuck boys. We just want to use our dicks. And they're like strong women and they're queens. And that's just not the reality, because if that was really the case, they would be presenting like relationship shit. You know what I'm saying? They would be doing that. I, I had this one night stand not too long ago. Sex was whack, but, you know, whatever. They have Not all sex is going to be good sex. But, you know, too many these girls just be lying down on their back or bending over. Like, you got to... You gotta like do something like after like especially like after. <laughs> Never mind, I'm not gonna get into it. I'm not gonna get into it. That, that, that's gonna be for another episode. But women do need to step it up in bed. But so, anyways, <clears throat> it was this girl. I'm over there, and 
She was like one of those. Oh, and another thing that sounds good, right? She in in her bio, she had not looking for hookups, looking for like something serious. We meet at the bar, and she just puts my hand right by her jeans, and she's motioning for me to like finger her, right? And I'm like, I'm like revving and seeing whatever, but it was like the lights weren't dim enough, and we we're like right at the bar, we weren't like in some kind of corner, and I'm like, all right, all right, I'm not trying to. There's like a certain level of like nasty. I'm just not gonna be in front of all these people. Even though, like, if you, you know, like, like the kind of sick truth is, like, women can kind of just do shit in public and expose themselves. And, like, most, like, unless it's, like, a really, really upscale spot, people be cool with it. I remember I was on a date with this this chick. And this girl, oh, my God, she was, like, she was fucking built. She had, like, at, she, she did uh, physical therapy. And she had like crazy, like we met up for happy hour. We got the oysters. Then we went to another spot where um, we just grabbed drinks. And she was like wearing a dress, like with no panties. And like, you know, the dress where it's got like the little, the dresses where you can like see the thighs on like the side. She was wearing that kind of dress. And she's like, yeah, like my thighs are so big. And I'm like, oh, really? And then she's like, yeah, see right here. I'm like, wait, can you lift that up? And then she's got like her entire ass cheek out and like this beer garden in front of a bunch of people. And I'm like, mm, can you do it? And they're like, can I touch it? Yeah. And then like, stat, everybody just sees me grabbing bare ass in public. And it, and like, she had a nice ass, right? She had like, she was like, if I could describe, like, she was like a light skin, half black, half white broad. She's built like if, um, like if Serena Williams had like, just like a regular ass job, but still did something physical for a living. Like, that's what she was built like, you know, like, you know, like she obviously like drank beer and, and ate, but she, you know, still fucking took care of herself and worked out. Like, it was very... She was, like, average black man catnip. Amazing. So, anyways, this girl... The, the, back, back to, like, the bad life. So, this girl has me, like, trying to finger, blah, 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 wind up at her place, and I'm back at her place, and I'm like, wow, this is... This is a nice place, Right? What, wait, I, that's not what I was thinking. I was stopping myself from saying something else. But anyway, so she gives me, she's like, do you want a house tour? And I don't really like house tours. I'm not like, it's just like a regular, you know, one, two bedroom apartment. Like she had like a living room or whatever. And I was like, not really. I'm good. Okay, fine. You can give me a house tour. She's like, okay, yes, I want to give you the house tour. And then she get, and then she shows me around. And then she's like, see, I know that you cook. Because, you know, you got to, like, I, I put out bait in uh my bio i'm like you know i like cooking i do you know you gotta put out some bait so <laughs> she's like hey you can make a nice meal here you can do this and like her her wheels are already turning and then she she actually showed me something that was pretty fucking cool she didn't have a dishwasher you know what this bitch got she got a like a uh she got off amazon or something like she got it's like a portable dishwasher so like it's a, you can only fit in like five six dishes at a time but you you can do that and it washes the stuff and i'm like god damn like let me tell you something about millennial women. Every millennial woman will like just kind of sh- that has her shit together will have at least kind of like one household appliance. Where you're like, damn, that's pretty dope. Like, <laughs> that's that's like one thing I appreciate about women because like they, even when women don't take care of themselves, they have something that makes their life more efficient. And that is uh, the feminist uh, portion of the show. <laughs> So anyways, she's, um, you know, she's showing me her house tour, blah, blah, um, but it had, had to wax sex, whatever. But anyways, she still presented things 
where I'm like, hmm, if I was a certain type of nigga, I would maybe find myself making myself comfortable here. But it was one night stand, and then we just, you know, never. I never even saved her fucking number in my phone. I don't even remember her name. Um, one, one, one of them little white girl names, so. Then it was this other chick that, like, um, I've, uh, I, I've been uh, hooking up with. Mexican girl. Was, oh, my God. She is fun. She, she, she's a lot of fun. It was the first. You know, I haven't, like, because I've been having to have, like, a lot of, like, condom sex. I haven't, like, had an orgasm since my ex. And she was, like, I was, like, I was, like, uh, like, I, I was using the condom at first. And then I was, like, can I take the condom off? And she's, like, I don't give a fuck. Take that shit off. You think I give a fuck? You look like a pussy with that shit on. <laughs> I'm just, like, I'm just being racist. I'm just being racist. I'm, I'm just being racist and horny at the same time. No, no, but she's like, she's like, yeah, do your thing. So, oh my God, that was a good time. I'm, and that's partly kind of why I'm looking for like a relationship now because I'm tired of condoms. But <laughs> no, but so like, do the thing, you know. And she, and uh, you know, she she got she got like a nice apartment. She got like a big ass uh, Mexican flag up in her living room. Like she a Mexican woman, you know, and like. Mm. Anyways, uh, it's like <laughs> that's the type of woman where I'm like, yo, I would find myself just, hey, like, how about a relationship? And she's like, she's like, hoeing, she's having a great time right now. She told me like everything she's doing right now. She got out of fourteen year marriage. She having fun. But the point is, if I what like those two women that like I fucked. <clears throat> they have a way better chance of me considering them for a relationship than that bitch did. And then it's this, it's this other chick. Well, no, fuck it. Let's just keep it to, to them to them three right now. They have a better chance. I'm like, okay, this girl, like, all right, fuck on the first date. Uh, you have you have a portable uh, dishwasher. It lets me know that, like, you know, you you consider certain things. I'm like, okay, this is. This is something like if just if I'm con- like if I th- and I'm not the type of guy that thinks like that, but if I did think like that, I go there. And then this girl over here, she got you know a great time in bed, and then on top of that, uh, you know she's like, you want an edible? You want like like you want this? You, you, what's up? You, you, I can bring some weed. You, what's up? Where you at? Let me pick you up so we can fuck. Like I'm like, yeah, that's the type of shit I like to hear, nigga. So. Oh, brings me to another one. I want, I want to, I want to talk about uh, another one. Yo, I'm really curious. Like now that, cause like I started this pod when I was in a relationship and 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 had uh, the ex like on the pod, and I'm just curious if you guys like like relationship pod Lyle more or single pod Lyle more. I, I I can't tell. Anyways, but there's this other chick um, that I was talking to. She's a uh, half white half latina but she spanishes her her uh the language she grew up speaking half white half latina girl that works in tech and she's got the thing that a lot of women that work in tech kind of have where a lot of women that work in tech are kind of just naturally bitchy and i think it's just an environment where like you kind of become like jaded and don't there's a certain especially you know if you work remote there's a certain sort of human connection that you're just going to lack. There's a certain sort of, you're going to just have a rough delivery with people. 
in general. It's just going to be like, yeah, yeah, okay. It's because it's like when I t- when I talk to women who work in tech, it's like they kind of like th- that's what I, I enjoyed about like the the Mexican uh, broad because she works in. Um, I'm not gonna say which field she she works in, but I'm just gonna say she works in a very stereotypical brown woman field, and I will leave it at that. But she's like, you know, like there's she's a, she's a little smoother, you know, like even even if she's rough around the edges because she like she's she's hood. But there's still like so you know she rough around the edges in that way like she still you know I don't I don't know it's like they well I do know women that work in tech they have like a certain thing where there's like a it's not even a, a roughness it's just kind of like it's like just a kind of disregard when communicating and they think it's charming you know what they're like they're like when women describe guys that are like fucking assholes and like mansplain or whatever. Like, bitch, you do the same thing. You do your own version of that. You do your version of four-year college. I make 150K plus a year explain. Like, you do your own version of, like, yeah, it was this liberal study. And we're, like, you know, like, like arrogant white dudes where they'll be like, yeah, I had that thought, like, four years ago. And they'll find a way to reference kind of everything that they've ever read or 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 learned into conversation. That's exactly what these techie bitches do. That's exactly what these tech sluts do. So anyway, so I'm, t- I'm texting this uh, the white Latin brother that works in tech. And she's, the way she texts is, it's like she learned how to like text some clever, kind of cute, funny stuff. And she just doesn't know how to stop. Like texting her felt like a, a fucking onion article. You know, like everything was sarcastic. Everything had this like layer of, um, bitchiness i was trying to think of like a bigger word because i'm trying to i want to use bigger words for you guys on here and not just cuss but it was just it was just everything was like you know girls are like so i speak sarcasm it's like (laughs) that was that was literally her at one point i just kind of got tired of that i'm like well i do want to meet her because she's like really beautiful but at the same time like i don't really dig this style of communication because i'm like I have a hard time believing she really talks like this. And of course she's like, yeah, I'm like a little awkward in person. I'm like, all you bitches are like, y'all stare at computer screens all day and y'all only be like talking that big shit online or in Slack, you know, the fuck. So anyways, I'm like, yo, you being kind of mean. And then I said, let me pull it. Let me pull the text. She said, well, you know what? Now's a good time to to tell you guys uh, what is in uh, my, my current profile. In the bio, read it for you guys. In my bio, I say pros six one. I say wild shit. Knows more about wine than you. Cons L.A. gangbanger accent. I say wild shit. More horny than you. What I'm looking for: early thirty situation, love question mark, sneaky link question mark. Who knows? But I'd like to order. I'd like to find somebody where we can order three things at a restaurant and have unprotected sex with somebody consistent. Nigga, that's good. Fuck what you think. Somebody, I know somebody's listening. Like Lyle, that is terrible. No, not for what I want. I'm trying to attract what I want. I'm trying to attract somebody that's like used to like a wild nigga, but knows like, 
oh, but like, there's gonna be like a girl this season, like, oh, but he really, he really wants love. He, he, he's really a lover boy, but he's got, oh my god, I like this. You know what? I'm. Let me see what's going on. Like, there, it's for somebody. It's for some women. Okay, it's not for. It's not. It's not a big net. I'm like, it's it's curated. Okay, I'm trying to curate some pussy. So, anyways. <laughs> So she says all that, right? So then, well, well, no, I say all that. Then I'm like, yeah, yeah, like, like you being like, like mean. And then she said, why would I instantly be nice to you? The man who describes his relationship goals as quote, raw dogging on the rag parentheses, essentially literally. And then she sent another text, literally bananas to that. Literally bananas to throw that shit out there. Just trying to fuck and not get anything viral. Hit me up, XOXO. Is it? I find something very, very red flag turn off when, like, just the, the thought or the idea of sex is broached and a woman's just like, oh my god, oh my god, like, how could you... What? What? Really? Oh my god, oh my god, how could you... How could you even want to... I like to fuck. I like to fuck. Okay. Cause the same way that women are turned off by like actually, you know what? I'm you know, I'm 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 trying to make a point right now about shit that sounds good. I'm and not like just bitch about shit women do. Look, but the point is, I'm like, okay, well then why'd you swipe right? And then she's like Oh my god, don't even ask that question. That's just so, like, don't even... Uh, uh, why, why are you even asking me that, right? So I'm just like... So, so we talking, blah, 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 blah. We have plans to link up um, on Sunday. And I'm like, yo, uh, what time works for you? She keeps being weird about the time. She's like, uh, I don't know. Like, do you like basketball? And I'm like, I'm a nigga. Of course I do. And then blah, blah, blah. She fucking flakes. Like, she never... I mean, like, we didn't have plans. So, like, she didn't, like... She didn't stand me up. She just flaked and, and ghosted, right? Let's look at the, oh yeah, in her profile, she said she's looking for a relationship. So let's look at the overall scope of this, right? You have me over here. Yo, I'm like, I'm open to different things. It could be, I could be for a relationship. I could be for something casual. But then I just like something consistent and I like to go out to restaurants and fuck without condoms. I'm making it clear what I want. And that is something consistent. And that is something where there's some trust involved. I'm making that very clear. Yo, this is where I stand. And you're like, yeah, I don't need to be nice to you because you're saying what you want. That's why niggas lie. That's why niggas lie. That's why we say shit that sounds good, but nah, we don't mean it or it sounds better than what it actually is. That's why we bullshit because when you do put yourselves out like there, you get fucking judgment from boring ass tech bitches. And look, my thing, because I know what's going on out here. I'm, like, well aware. Like, it's not like you listen, like, it's not like you listen to a fucking incel cell right now. Like, and, and this is my thing is, like, when it comes to hearing, like, niggas talk about women, like, and I'm not even talking from a podcast making content type perspective. I'm just talking from people. I don't want to hear, like, a nigga that just fucks a bunch of women. I don't want to hear him talk about women. I don't want to hear a guy that fucks women all the time. And I don't want to hear a guy that has a difficult time getting girls getting laid. 
I don't want to hear him talk about women because it's like, well, nigga, you can't speak from experience enough. And you just had too too much experience. It's almost like hearing like a nigga talk about the police. It's like a nigga's been to jail as many times as Shook Knight. I don't want to hear you talk about cops. You in the system. You know how it works. And there's a certain thing when you do have run-ins with the law and you realize like what the system is. And it's like, okay, they just going to hit you with a humble for this. Da, 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 you just go through this. There's, there's, um, there's a certain term for it. It escapes me. But there's a th- shit. Let, let, let me Google this. Damn it, I could not find uh, the term. But there's a certain point where, where, where you, you know, you're just used to it. And oh, it? okay, cool. I got the term for you. It's it's called a recidivist. A recidivist is somebody where they're very accustomed to how the legal system works and going in and out. And like, you're only going to get this much time for this. They only going to do this to you. They can't really do that for you. And you and you find yourself in that position. And it could be anything. It could range from uh that was actually my lawyer friend that that I call, that just graduated law school, you know. Shout out to Kenneth. But anyways, that is that that that's the that's the term. So it could range from anything to, you know, robberies, assault, drug dealing, to something as mild as like speeding and traffic tickets. You're like, okay, well, I kind of know like the ins and outs of traffic tickets to, you know, domestic violence type situations to theft like whatever whatever dirt you do or law you break and you're you can become a recidivist so if you're a recidivist i don't want to hear them like about police brutality and crime and all that stuff because it's like no but you're too used to it and then a motherfucker that hasn't really had had like real run-ins with the police and had too much it's like well you too far from it and you too close to it you see what i'm saying and it's like i feel there's a certain kind of I that you need on that. And I had the same approach when it comes to, you know, a motherfucker talking about women and dating and relationships and love and all that, you know? Anyways, back to the point I, I was uh I was about to make though. Like, I know what we're out here doing. We're out here acting like we're out here saying shit. This sounds better than what it is. But to get to the bottom line of this, why do women say they want a relationship or they want to be domesticated? And they and like, why does that sound good to them? Like, why do they say something that sounds good, but often isn't false once you start scratching the surface? The reason for that is if they don't say and I'm talking about the ones that, you know, not the ones that really want relationships and are showing it and it really are good women. But I'm talking about the ones that, you know, are half stepping or closet holes or, or whatever, but they say they want something serious. They do that because if they told the truth, then they'd have to be equal. If they just say, I'm not sure, or let's keep it casual, they lose the ability to dictate where the interaction goes. If they say, hey, look, there's this other guy I'm seeing and I like you, but I'm kind of too deep in with this other guy, you know, which some women will say, but most women won't tell the truth. They can't, they can't dangle the pussy in front of you like the dog that you are and that I am. They lose that ability. They, Because that's like the one thing that's kind of keeping you from putting up with their bullshit. And then once you get the pussy, <laughs> and that's like why I, like, I just really don't get women. Because it's like, well, once I get the pussy, I'll probably, and like, and if it's good, I'll probably deal with it longer. Like, like, I, like bitch I was talking about earlier that was like, I mean, I just worry like, you know, like, you'll fuck me and won't talk to me again. I'm like, is there something wrong with your pussy? Is there something about how you are in bed that, like, I don't know about? Like, what is this? 
And then later, like, you know, I, I went back in my mental Rolodex and I was just like, I thought about things she said. I'm like, you're probably not that good in bed now that I think about it. Because to be good in bed, like, I find that you kind of do need a certain sort of a, you got to be comfortable with yourself, you know, to a certain, like, you got to feel, you know, you got to feel yourself. You don't have to be like a super alpha or whatever, but it's like when you're in that bedroom with that other person, you know, you got to. You gotta be comfortable and communication has to be a part of it. Um also like I like being transparent with the things that I say. So what I with me there is a certain perception. I do get a lot of judgment as a black alpha male entertainer with a significant digital footprint that is strictly stand-up comedy that goes back 10 plus years. There is a perception for how I am with women. So to shoot the situation some bail, I ain't shooting the, the bitches that just, like, just straight up judge a nigga. Like, like, what did J. Cole say? Judge a nigga because of his career. Like, I'm not shooting them bitches some bail. But I'm saying I'm shooting the situation some bail because I come in these situations with women with more preconceived notions than the average nigga. So what I'm going to speak with women will come from that. And it's a bitch, too, because I have those preconceived notions without having the financial or, or groupy benefits to balance out the bullshit assumptions. Because, look, if I was like, if I was getting a bunch of money and pussy, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, bitches could think I'm a player and I do whatever. Uh, whatever. Like, I'll be OK with it. But I'm like, damn, I'm not like having because I don't date women that hang out like a fucking comedy shows and like no the comedy i did one and we saw how the fuck that worked out but it's like you know like i don't i don't fucking do that but the point is if these girls just said said what it was i like both of us would walk away sooner and you know they would they would uh they lose that power Cause like 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 what are you gonna do now? You know, it's like uh, now that I know where, where you stand, and you can't just like rest on the relationship because you're not showing me you want a relationship. You know, and the truth is like, look, we talk all this shit about feminism being equal. It's like if you ask most women, like, cause like the term feminism, feminist, like it sounds nice. Like by textbook Webster definition, Lyle Barron's is a feminist. I believe women deserve equal rights. I believe. You know, I don't believe I believe it's a woman's right to do with whatever is in her body. You know, like I, I agree with these things. Right. But a lot of women don't really. I know some women like that will call themselves a feminist. But look, you have to like and, and I'm talking in the millennial bubble. You have one set of women says they're feminist. But no, you actually want to be white men. You got to you want to do white man shit. And I know niggas that want to do white man shit. I know. There's plenty of white bitches that want to do white man shit and kind of are, right? That's the thing. And then you have some, and then like there's some women that'll be like, and I this is why I appreciate like like, like Gen X women because Gen X like they they just don't give a fuck, right? I know some Gen X women women that'll be like, I don't want to fucking be equal. No, if there's a sign on the night, you go after that shit. No, I want you to pay for shit. Not, no, I do not want to be equal. Like. There's certain things, there's certain privileges I do enjoy having as a woman, as a woman, and I want to keep that. I've heard, I've heard some women uh, say that in conversation. It's always refreshing to just hear, like, it's not necessarily, it's not even that I agree with that take. 
I just appreciate somebody saying what they want. There's so much of things in life are just people like not really saying what they want or what they feel. Anyways, yeah. This about power. That's why girls put no hookups in their bio. It gives them power. Because all like one thing, all of women's declarations on dating apps is all about maintaining some form of power. Like, oh, I just I, I don't want to do this. None of this. None of this. Because you know what's funny is like I've been like meeting like just more women like at bars a bit because you know I'm I'm just in my bag right now <laughs> and and it's like it's all like when I'm pick up a woman from like a bar or a club like lately it's always or like a wine tasting room it an upscale happy hour it's always more pleasant than when I meet a woman on an app because on an app it's like this is me and I'm this this and they they indulge in identity theft. And I am this, this, and you can't. But then you just meet them in person. It's like, yeah, I'm chill. You know, just I'm a person. It's it's fucking nice. Another thing that sounds good, but nah. I've just been so busy. I'm so busy. I'm so. I'm just so busy right now. And look, when guys be hitting girls up and they keep telling you they're busy. Niggas need to walk away. Niggas need to walk away. But what I do, <laughs> here go a nigga making making himself special again. What I do is I say, do you just not want to see me? And they're like, no, I do want to see you. I'm just so busy. I'm like, what exactly do you have going on in a day outside of work? Well, I, I like I need to work out. I need to like okay, so do I. What else? Well, did I have my friends? Boom, there we go. And then, like, I need time to unwind. Okay, yeah, we all do. And then I have to, like, I'm, I mean, I, I'm just busy. Let's not do this. Don't tell me. Like, give me a fucking date. Give me a date, a time, or just give me a date. I'll pick the time. I'll pick the place. But give me a window. Because, look, that sound busy shit. It's, like, again, that's just back burner talk, okay? It, like, it sounds good to say that you're busy. But the truth is, we all make priority for the things that are important to us. We make time. Whatever I I I've, I think about like the the busiest times of my life. And the busiest times of my life uh I was often like running multiple comedy shows. I had dates booked on the road. Um, I'm maybe going back and forth between LA and the Bay Area. I have a girlfriend. And I think about like what busy was for me during that time. And I'm like, I still would like, I saw the niggas I wanted to see. I didn't kick it with them like I did when I wasn't working as much and I was single. But I still kicked it with the home. Like, I still saw the homies. Like, I still. You know, like there was still time being made for things, and you could say, "Oh, Lyle, but you're missing the key component. You had a girlfriend." Yeah, and when I was super busy and I didn't have a girl, I still had time for day. Like, yeah, I I work like I, I do my day work to get the gigs and get people out to the shows. Then I do my night work where I'm actually at the shows and doing the stand up and on them stages, and 
then it's like, yeah, and I made time for all the things that I wanted to make time for. So, anyways, what I'm saying is like, yeah, motherfuckers got take home work, motherfuckers got the work that they actually do at work. We all have that. I have that, even though I'm in blue collar entertainment. She has that. You have that. People make time for what they make time for, or what they want to make time for. And I just think it's like, it's funny, man, because I got this homie. He was like, yeah, man, Gina, right? Like, I'll be trying to kick it with her. Gina's a bad bitch. He's like, I'll be trying to kick it with her. And like, you know, she just keeps telling me she's busy. I'm like, she don't fuck with you like that. And like, because niggas be having them homegirls where it's like they want to fuck them and the homegirls won't fuck them. But they just really, really like kicking around like a, a really attractive woman they want, which I can't do. I'm not one of these guys where I can, like, I find you extremely fuckable, but we can just be friends. No, 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 no. You need to get the fuck away from me because I'm, I'm not putting myself in that position. We're not going to. No, no, no. So he's like, yeah, she's like, she's just so busy. I'm like, she doesn't fuck with you like that. He's like, yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> And I'm like, it is fine. And she's like, yeah, she tells me she's so busy. But then I always see her like on a rooftop with some drinks. And I'm like, exactly, nigga. Women ain't that busy. They just make time for what they want to make time for. And my thing is, I'm just like, look, you can make time. For, like, it sounds good. Like, it sounds good to say that you're busy instead of I don't fuck with you like that. But I want to fuck with you on my own terms when it's convenient for me. That's what it is. And I am I, I'm of the belief of put motherfuckers in a position where they have to tell you the truth. Because, I mean, like, nothing makes, like, nothing irritates me more than insulting my intelligence with a lie. Like, I don't know, it just, it just really irritates my soul. Like, call it what it is, you know what I'm saying? Call it what it is. Another thing women like to, it sounds good. It's bullshit. I worry you're going to fuck me and never see me again. You're just building up the pussy at this point. If you say this to a man. You're just building the pussy up if you're saying this to a man. I worry you're going to fuck me and never talk to me again. Just say you don't want to have sex with him or say you're not comfortable in your sexu- in your sexuality right now. Because saying I worry you're gonna fuck me and never talk to me again is some TV show shit to say. And statements like this is all about self-importance while still gaining the resources of said man. Like, well, I still want to have somebody that I can fucking text whenever and I make him like work for it. By the way, sex should not be something you work for. It should not be something you negotiate. And I'm saying this to a woman's point and to a man's point. Sex should be a beautiful, natural thing. That happens between two consenting adults and hopefully it's passionate or maybe it's however you fuck, you fuck. But I'm saying it should not be this thing that you work for because there's going to be a resentment attached to it. And then on the woman's side side of things, it should not be a thing like, well, I I gave it to him because I was worried he'd stop talking to me. So I fucked him because I didn't want him to stop. Well, I mean, it depends on how long and like at a certain point, then you got you you probably should if you want to keep the guy around. But I mean, it shouldn't be a thing like immediately you just feel the need to give away out of fear of him of that it should be something you want it should be something you want to do and he wants to do the only time consensual sex should be something 
that maybe one person doesn't want to do or both people don't want to do is when you've been in the relationship for like so fucking long, like, cause at a certain point, like you do need to have like morale sex. Cause look, take it for somebody that's been in a two and a half year relationship and a four year relationship. I'm fucked when I didn't feel like fucking And I'm sure they did as well. I'm sure. Well, I mean, the, the last one, I don't, I doubt it, but the fucking, <laughs> the first one, definitely. So what I'm saying, and I definitely fucked both of them when I didn't feel like it as well. And the thing is, you gotta do that for like, like you're going to get to a point in a relationship where it's like, you got to check in with each other. And the mistake in my last relationship was we stopped checking in and got to the point where we is living two completely different lives. Because New York is one of those places where you can just kind of live um, in different types of New Yorks. It's like, like if you watch the fucking, um, like just movies and TV, it's like there's the Sex and the City New York, there's the Seinfeld New York, there's the Do the Right Thing New York, there's the Paid and Fool New York, there's the New York that, you know, Biggie, Nas, and Jay be talking about, you know, there's the How to Make It in America New York, there's like all these, by the way, How to Make It in America, like kind of, I don't want to say it's an underrated show, but if you have... If you have HBO Max or something like that, check that out. But there are all these different versions of New York, and we just live in two completely different ones. And we stopped checking in during that process. And it's like, we should have been having more, you know? Even if we didn't feel it, we should have. Because there's a, like, I've had this with both girlfriends where it's like, the energy's kind of off, and it's like, no, we need to fuck our way through this. And we, and we have successfully fucked our way to a point where like all right we're in a bit like i don't necessarily feel like giving dick you may necessarily not be feeling me like that but fuck it we just gonna do it we're not feeling each other like that right now we don't want to end it but we're not feeling each other like that and you gotta fuck your way to that so to that point there's gonna be plenty of sex that's gonna not feel natural later on so i'm like it shouldn't be this weird thing you know early on you know same time, like, how long, like, because my thing is with women, like, how long do you really expect a nigga to just, like, hang around you and not fuck, but you guys clearly are more than friends? Like, basically, how long do you expect a nigga to, like, spend money and not fuck? And, like, okay, you guys can be going Dutch or whatever, but, like, how, like, okay, you get dressed up and you make a night out of it and you clear your plans? Because I'm going to tell you something, right? I, I'm at, at, like, I really do enjoy, like, like I said earlier, like, I do enjoy, like, you know, nice dinner dates and, and a, f- a good bottle or three of wine and with a beautiful woman and all that. Like, I enjoy shit like that. But there is something, like, very defeating about, like, you get dressed up, I, you put the oils in your beard and you get all clean. And then and then you, you have the good conversation, you laugh, you, you catch each other up on what's going on in your lives and you kiss, you grab a little ass or whatever, and you say, hey, let me know you got home, all right? And you do all that shit, right? And then you're like, damn, I cleared that. And then it's, and then like going out to a bar after a date like that just feels kind of like very anticlimactic. Like, all right, now let me go. I was just in like date mode. Now let me go back on the prowl, which I mean, sometimes you got to do, but it's just, you know, it feels like kind of out of, like, I don't like the way. It, it's it's like it's like an album that doesn't sequence well. It's like oh, I wish they didn't put that track after that track. You know, it, it feels like that. <sighs> so, anyways, there's something about that though that, that like can just feel 
defeating and frustrating, especially when you're in the place and you see other couples and you're like, well, I can tell they're going to fuck. They're fucking, they're fucking. And you're like, wow, and I'm going home. Hmm. Like, nigga, fuck that. Like, fuck that after only so many times. Like, I can't, you know. So all that, like, we're going to fucking never see me again. Like, you, like, it feels like, I don't even know if that feels nice. I, that doesn't even feel like a nice thing to say to myself. My like, I don't know. Like, if, like if I had a pussy, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna play if I had a pussy for like too many things because I realized like you know Roe v. Wade and all that. Like, so I'm like, I'm be, gonna be careful with what I'm about to say. But if I did have a pussy, and I'm just speaking from a fun standpoint, just from the standpoint of being worried if somebody was gonna hit me up, like, ah. Uh, it's like, either you like the nigga or you don't like, because you know what it is? Like, when I hear, oh, I worry you'll fucking not talk to me again, you're telling me to my face you think I'm a piece of shit. Or that there's something wrong with your pussy. One or the other. So it's like, if you think that, like, we would have, and I just, like, never talked to you again, why even fucking indulge me? Like, you shouldn't be talking to me at this point. Like, this should be over. Like, I don't need to... It's like, okay, so with, with my you think that there's a strong possibility, you think there's a a a 60% plus chance that I will have sex with you and never talk to you again and ghost you. Like you think I'm capable of that within my character, yet you're still willing to get dressed, have me get dressed, get myself right, smelling good and all that. Make sure there's enough money on my card. Make sure there's enough cash on me. Find a good place. Get a reservation. But you trust me to do all that, but not that thing? Fuck you, you dirty fucking leech ass bitch. Fuck you. Fuck you and your mama. Fuck you and your daddy, nigga. Like, I don't fuck with that. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I'm going to insult your character, but then I'm going to, like, take shit from you. And then in relationships, I want to I want to get to relationships. You know, the shit that sounds good, but isn't. One thing that um I've been told, I think a lot of a lot of men have been told, is you just don't give a shit. You just don't give a shit. It sounds great in an argument to say you just don't give a shit. It sounds great to make it like the person you're with. Just straight up doesn't care in an argument. Because again, a lot of what women will do in arguments is they search for moral high ground. Because if you look at everything I've been saying, everything I've been saying, or not everything I've been saying, but everything that women say that I'm just repeating, is about moral high ground. It's I were um I worry that you'll fuck me and never talk to me again. Uh, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. Like, it's, it's nothing, like, it could hurt your feelings, but there's nothing, it's like, a, you know. Um, then there's, uh, what, what was what was the other shit? Uh, uh, I'm just so busy. Uh, uh, fucking, I want a relationship. Everything is about taking some sort of, like, moral stance. So then when you're in the relationship, they hit you with the, you just don't give a shit. You just don't give a fuck. You just don't care. And it sounds good to say in an argument that you're losing when, cause look, man, I would say that I would say that. And 
Man, they like she like throws like, and I would just hit her with so much logical shit. Like, no, okay, so you were asking me to wait, wait. So, and I would just break it down piece by piece, like a Chris Rock stand up routine. Like, wait, so you're as you're telling me that da da da, and I'm begging like, okay, so why is that? And then hit me. You just don't give a shit. You just don't because that's what they do when they lose. Like they just go to you don't give a shit until they go, you know, fuck you and all, all that other stuff. Sounds great to make it like the person you with doesn't care. But what are you asking them to care about? How are you commuting thing? How are you communicating things that are important to you? Cause do you just don't care? Like I think about like some things that were explicitly made clear to me. Like I remember I don't want to do like a bunch of retread from like other episodes, but look, I'm going to say like with work, I had a girl and she would just love to tell me about work, but it was like, how are you telling me about work? She'd be like, you don't ask me questions, but even the way she would tell me about work, it wouldn't be like, yeah, so this happened and that happened and that happened. And I go, oh, words. So then was it like, I don't get to ask a question. She would give me like a straight up three minute monologue. Okay. So then, okay. Okay. And then Mark did this. Okay. And then what happened with my CEO? Okay. And my CEO did this. Okay. And then this happened with Chelsea and then Raquel. And then there was a meeting. Okay. And Chelsea and Raquel. Okay. And then, and then I'm just like, and I'm like, wait, is she done talking? And she's like, why aren't you asking me things? I'm like, you, cause you're going straight. And then when I ask, you tell me you're not done talking and I'm interrupting you. So it's like the way that you're commute. Like I realize this is important. To you, this is your career. I'm having like the way you're delivering this information. I'm having a hard time giving a fuck. Cause you're not letting me get in. And then you talk for three minutes straight and I'm kind of exhausted. And I'm like, all right, let me pick and choose. And like, do I, I remember one time just being an asshole. I pulled out a notepad and I just started like making notes, and she's like, "What are you doing?" I feel like you're making fun of me right now. And I'm be honest, I kind of was making fun of her, <laughs> but I was like, "No, but you 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 say it so quickly, I gotta make notes for what I'm gonna do." Because then you get mad if I'm interrupting you, and she's like, "Okay, fine, I'll slow down. I'll slow I'll slow down, Lyle." <laughs> uh, but but that's one thing in terms of don't give a shit. Other things in um. In terms of not giving a shit and why it sounds good is um what is it really? Cause I think I like the things to me that are like grounds for, for arguments and relationships boundaries. I think everybody has their boundaries and you need to make your boundaries clear and motherfuckers need to respect them and from there you can do what you want right boundaries are important um then after that everything is just kind of up for interpretation over like what's grounds for an argument and not but then there's like a certain point where Women will hit you with the you don't give a shit. And it's like, is it that I don't give a shit? I don't give a fuck? Or is it I don't give a fuck in the way you want me 
to give a fuck. Because one thing, I, I was in a relationship with this chick, and a big issue for us was friends. Because everybody in my, like, damn near everybody in my world she liked. It was only until the end she started pretending she didn't like them. And I was like, you got no problem. You just you just realize I don't fuck with none of, no, none of the niggas on your side. But what it was was right. She would like meet comedians and people in my world, and she'd like want to like really be friends with them and and like just tell them shit about our life or whatever. And I'd be like, yo, yo, well, can you just chill? Cause it's like they colleagues, and I ain't really trying to like, you know, I'm, it's only like I have like three comedian friends. It's Trevor Joyner, it's Matt Duckett, it's Rudy Ortiz, and Samuel Bade. And, and that's it. Like I have like four comedian friends, and everybody else is like a road dog and people that I'm cool with and I drink with. But it's like I'm not like super tight with them. They all know like a bunch of intimate shit about me. What in Michael Shirts? So, all right, I got like five comedian friends. <laughs> but it's like I don't have like a lot of comedian homies where it's like oh I'm I'm super tight with them. And that's cool. I like I like it like that. But she was like wanting to like be like all buddy buddy with them and, and all this. I'm like, yo, you gotta fall the fuck back. Like you kind of look like a little bit like a group. <laughs> so, anyways, and then like I didn't really just dig her friends because they were just like boring techies and, and whatever. And she was like, and this is like a big argument. She's like, you know, like you just don't give a fuck. Like, I have to explain to people like why you're so standoffish. I have to be like, oh, well, he just had a bad day. Oh, well, he's got a lot on his mind and i'm like yeah i mean i always do and then she's like she's like yeah. i'm like i'm always stressed to have a lot on my mind like that's facts like so what's the big deal and then she's like and she's like you're like just so like you'll meet these people and like they'll tell you something and you'll just try to break down their life and be like wait why would you do that wait so you did this and you'll just like psychologically probe them or you're just like uh-huh yeah that's cool okay really Word, word, cool. And there's something about when like a bitch that's not black repeats shit you say as a nigga. Like, like she didn't hit the fucking like the the, the black face voice where like yeah, word, alright, that's cool. Like she didn't do that. Like she go, hoo, hoo, hoo. she didn't like like make monkey noises. <laughs> but but right. It was just like on the cusp of, of, of that shit, but I'm like, all right, I can't really say shit right now because she ain't do shit. So, but I'm like, okay, but at the same time, is anybody saying I'm rude? Is anybody saying um I'm being there? I'm engaging, but it's like, at how much am I? Oh, really, really? Oh, tell me more about work and these men that like, you know, that are fuck ups where you work and oh, a man talked down to you. Oh, you went on a bet. They just kind of talk shit about men and talk shop. That's not like how much enthusiasm am I supposed to muster? You know, well, they ask you questions about comedy. I don't know, like, what type of weird ass nigga wants to talk about work all day? Like, I don't want to fucking talk about what I do. I have friends from all sorts of different backgrounds, like my homies work in tech i got a lot of homies that's like on the blue collar level in tech where it's like they didn't necessarily go to college or they didn't go to college for that but they took a coding class and one thing led to another and they got some position i got uh i got homies in entertainment i got lawyer friends i got a homie that's a doctor i got friends that work construction and work with their hands and do blue collar shit and all types of side hustle and sell other things on the side 
I got all types of friends. All types. We don't fucking talk about. It'll be like one thing, like yeah, man, this one motherfucker. But it'll be something that's not as uh, how would I say it? It's not really like chain of command oriented. It's just kind of more like yeah, and they motherfucker deal with this. So I got to deal with this and. Yeah, man, so I just been what's going on with me. What's good with you? And they just got let off some steam, that's it. And I'll be like, man, nah, nigga, it is what it is. You know, I'm chilling. I don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't, you know. And when, they, I mean, because for me, it's like when I like bitch about like my career, I, I just kind of rather do it to like my significant other if there is one in my life. Or I just like to do it to comedian peers. And that's just kind of, because like they get it. Like, I don't want to like explain, you know, the club system and, like the hierarchy of that. Like, I don't want to explain that to somebody that doesn't get it. It's just like, I don't know. There's just like so many other things I'd rather talk, talk about. But so anyways, so is that really me? Like that, that's not me not giving a fuck. It's like, but it sounds good for me to say, I don't give a fuck, but it's me not giving a fuck in the way you want me to give a fuck. This has been the Let's Unpack That Podcast. I've been your host, Lyle Barons. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you guys could do me a favor, please subscribe to the Lyle Barons YouTube channel. We got full-length podcast episodes, podcast clips, stand-up comedy clips. I got old sets from, you know, over 10 years ago you guys can check out. We will be back in the studio. Me and Matt Duckett, we're uh, switching locations. There's been uh, some renovations uh, to the studio, and then, like, we're moving out a whole bunch of stuff I won't bore you with. But we got some episodes uh, with the gang back together. Looking forward to that. And I hope you enjoy your week.